city. It's a city of crime. My name is Friday. I carry a badge. 3.15 a.m. Thursday, January 15th. It was chilly that morning in the city of Angels. On this particular occasion, we happened to witness a pagan ritual in progress. See that streamette? We're just in time. We have stumbled into a major crime. They got the girl off right. Now that's not nice. I think she is the subject of a sacrifice. Buddy, we're putting this party on ice. But first you know we really ought to read them their rights. Read them their rights. Read them their rights. You're listening to From the Stereo to Your Screen, a short podcast talking movie music videos. On this episode, we're running down City of Crime by Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd from 1987's Dragnet. There's a very short list of things I miss about the movies of the late 80s and early 90s. For the most part, it was a pretty transitory period for the sort of movies I like. And even given the fact that I was a kid at the time, the rose-colored glasses of nostalgia can only do so much to influence my opinions on the actual quality of things like Best of the Best or Judgment Night. Still, there was a wonderful trend at the time to include in-credit songs, which weren't just a pop single they were trying to flog to the audience as it threw away its empty popcorn containers. I'm talking about the terrible in-credits rap songs. There was everything from Monster Squad rap from 1987's Monster Squad to Partners in Crime's Turtle Power in 1990's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to even the likes of Maniac Cop rap from 1990's Maniac Cop 2. However, I feel like the pinnacle, or nadir, depending on how you look at it, of this trend came rather early with City of Crime from 1987's Dragnet. The film, starring Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks, was a filmic reworking of the popular 1960s television show, which was itself a reworking of the popular 1950s radio program. It's very tongue-in-cheek, yet managed to be a fairly faithful homage to the show, which had been running in reruns for years by the time the film came out. Looking at it now, it's a little uneven, but it's carried by the fact that Aykroyd plays his role absolutely straight, and we get the finest of Tom Hanks' goofy comedic era, where he's all energy and enthusiasm. The movie got a lot of play on HBO when I was a kid, so I've probably seen this movie more than its quality warrants, but damned to certain aspects such as the people against goodness and normalcy, pagan, haven't managed to hold on as being brilliantly weird. Weird uh, is exactly how one might also describe the song which plays over Dragnet's end credits. Entitled City of Crime, it is indeed a rap song, but performed by Aykroyd and Hanks, and it's pretty terrible. However, it's pretty terrible in the way where when you hear it at like age nine, you're like, man, this is awesome! Especially if you're a supremely uncool kid in a small Kansas town, and likely the only rap music you've heard at this point is maybe Walk This Way. I'd actually never seen the video until recently. I found a sealed copy of the soundtrack uh, for sale online, and while I was waiting for it to show up in the mail, I went looking for a version to play for my wife, who'd never heard the song. While she was struck more by the fact that Deep Purple's Glenn Hughes sounds an awful lot like Billy Billy Squire when he sings, This is a City of Crime. I was sitting jaw agape at the choreographed choreographed dance with Aykroyd, Hanks, and the pagan members in their goat masks and leggings. That dance is then repeated again with female police officers who are somewhere between prototypical hip-hop dancers, a rocket-style kickline, and hair metal video vixens. Uh, it's so much of a specific place and time that it might as well be stamped with an expiration date. Well, excuse me, comma, Mr. Crabstock, what is wrong with what you're doing? We just like to dance in our goat skin pants around this Asian woman. 
pleasure to warn you. We'll provide one. Fire! Hug! Strangely, even knowing that it's fairly well horrible, you can find a few things to enjoy. Uh, Pat Thrall's guitar playing is pretty shreddingly legit, and the beats make a nice nod to the horns and rhyme of the iconic Dragnet theme song. Additionally, it makes use of a lyrical device I have applauded previously uh, in this podcast, which is to essentially just use the song as a means of reiterating major plot points from the film. Uh, Hank's rapping is basically yelling, however, and cringeworthy might be a bit kind. Uh, City of Crime was included on the motion picture soundtrack right after the Patti LaBelle cut Just the Facts and was commercially released as a 7-inch single. You can pick it up for next to nothing. Uh, hell, the sealed complete soundtrack uh, only cost me $5. Uh, and if you're a nostalgic uh, soundtrack nerd who wants to liven up their next party, get on it. Hell, even Hanks isn't that embarrassed by it, as this absolutely delightful clip from the Graham Norton show demonstrates, as well as revealing... Who choreographed that dance? I instead to ask because this is a, a sort of little-known thing. I didn't. But you are a recording artist. Oh dear. <laughs> oh well, uh, let's say I've, I've been forced into the studio at gunpoint on occasion. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, you went all kind of hip-hop rappy on us, didn't you? We. Yes, I have. A, <laughs> I have a. I have an, a rap hit that. that <laughs> Haunts me for the rest of my days, yes, yes. Because this was you and... and uh, Danny, Aykroyd. Danny Aykroyd. We were promoting Dragnet, a motion picture in 1987, and we sang. Of course, everybody can sing along. Look out, Strebeck, you're just in time. We have stumbled into a major crime. She's got the girl off frightened. Now, that's not nice. I think she is the subject of a sacrifice. Buddy, we're putting this party on ice. But first, you know, we really ought to read them their rights. Read them their rights. Read them their rights. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was what we did. That was the best. That was... We did, a, uh, we did a video. It was choreographed by Paula Abdul, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. Choreographed by Paula Abdul. And it, uh, it was a mercy. It was the first thing I'd ever seen on YouTube because my kids were asking about it one day. And I said, Dad, we got to see this stupid thing. Where is it? I said, oh, it's on a VHS tape somewhere buried in the basement. And they pulled out YouTube very quick, and there it was. So my kids now can torture me with this thing. <laughs> this has been from the stereo to your screen. You can find the column as well as... As videos at Cinepunks, which is at C-I-N-E-P-U-N-X.com, as well as on Facebook and Twitter at Cinepunks. This show can be found online at FromAndInspiredBy.com and on Facebook and Twitter at FromInspiredPod. You can subscribe to us via iTunes as well. Please hit up the website and click on the Give Us Money button to help pay for web hosting and long-distance fees. And remember to leave us a review on iTunes. We'll be back next week with a new episode of From and Inspired by talking about 2004's Euro Trip with luster guitarist Nick Cloutman. Until then, thanks for listening. you don't agree with my methodology, I like to do things my way. Don't get memory lost by who's the boss. Don't forget, my name is Friday. Friday. I'm the man of the hour. The tower of power. I'm the arm of the law. The very last draw. I'm on the side of the right. A gleaming white knight. If you get me uptight, I am a right and I'm as strong as the army. Never can harm me. Coming down like a hammer. Get ready for a slammer. slammer.